Hi, and welcome to the 31st episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will be discussing Love and Gelato by Jenna Evans Welsh. After Lena lost her mother to cancer, she's sent to Italy to live with her father, who she's never met. With no desire to be there or connect with a father who couldn't be bothered to show up for the past 16 years, Lena is determined to find a way home. Until she finds one of her mom's old journals, and with the help of a handsome local, Ren, she tries to uncover the mysteries of her mother's time in Italy. Okay, now we are going to start discussing the book and the movie, so if you haven't read it yet or watched it, press pause, read the book, then watch the movie, and come back to us when you're done. This is your official spoiler Spoiler warning. I just want to start this off with, oh, how the turns have tabled. Or, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> you dork. I did that on purpose. You know I that. I know you did. And that's why oh, I said. Oh, how the turns have tabled, mother. So, usually someone here complains about me taking forever to read the book. But this time, I finished the book in two days. And my mom took two weeks. To read the book. To my defense, I work full-time. I had a daughter turning six and a husband turning a year older. (laughs) You're kind that year. So I have had two birthdays and I work full-time. And to my defense, for all the other times... You're on summer break, so give me a break. I (laughs) was in school over the summer. But I was also working when you were in school. But either way, don't give me such a hard time now. You know it's difficult to read a book. It's not difficult to read a book. It's difficult to find time to read a book. There you go. (laughs) So you can't give me a hard time anymore. Um, I'm the mother. I can do whatever I want. Boom. It's not fair. I didn't join this podcast to get criticized for my reading time. So we started this book off. Well, Alexis first of all, read this book before. Yeah, I read this book years ago, and then I found out when we were on vacation that they made a movie about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, nostalgia. Because I don't know, that book was just awesome, and I read it so long ago, and I'd read it. I had actually reread it a few times as well because I loved it so much. Yeah. And. I was like, oh my gosh, they have a movie for it. I'm so excited. And the movie... I saw the movie first. I did not read the book until after seeing the movie. Because my rule has always been, like, if I'm going to read a book, I can't watch a movie right after reading it if I can avoid it. Because then I'm just comparing to what I have envisioned in my head. Well, that's not head. fair because when we were as a kids, you said we had to read the book then yes, watch the movie. and then watch the movie, but not like the next day. Yeah, so the movie was what made me decide we're going to be doing a Love and Gelato episode because after watching the movie on the plane back home, I was like, I needed to hear the normal story. I It was, I was like... It's so different Different that I need to read the book. So Honestly. If, if you all have seen the movie 
and not read the book. Go read the book. Go read the book. Because the... This might possibly be the least accurate movie adaptation I've seen. Yeah, it's it's very different. Uh, like, and that it's in a completely different city. There, were char- there was a main character who isn't in the book. It has a love triangle unnecessarily. It's like... The plot is so different that, like... You have to sit there and question, is this based off the same thing? It basically, the only thing that was the same was the names of the characters. And, like, it looks like a bad, plagiarized version. So, it's like, oh, it's like that meme. Hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but change it up just a little bit so then it doesn't seem like you copied. So, I have to say, my biggest complaint about the movie is Ren. Yes. I did not think he was that cute slash like there wasn't nearly as much attractive. There like, was there no was chemistry. Not ke- yeah. So I to me I couldn't see her fall, Lena falling for Ren. I agree. In the movie. Like I watched it and I was like, "Eh." Like I get I I'd like, still be hung up on Ale who isn't even in the book. I know. Like the more closest, like Thomas and Thomas isn't really No. Like And okay, one of the things I loved most about Lorenzo was his chemistry with Howard. Like in the book, they that relationship can, was amazing. That is I'll say it right now, that is my favorite part of the book is the back and forth between Lorenzo and Howard. I love it. Because it's like he thinks that Lorenzo is one of the boys that chased Lena initially. So he threatens the heck out of him. So when Talks Lo- about chainsaw. Like when Lorenzo calls, he like tears into him. To the point where if anyone like Knows me like that made me my think of Papa. You're right. That's what I was gonna say. My dad is a retired Chicago police officer, and he's like six foot tall. Like he's a big, huge, dude. like huge, massive guy, big like, scary guy, grizzly bear. Meant you know, it, picture in your mind, like a teddy bear. But he's like a teddy bear. But if you piss him off, he's a grizzly bear. But anyways, so like he would instill the fear of God in people, like. Mm-hmm. And especially Did you like, have a story like that where you had some guy that was asking about you and Papa just went, ah! No. No. But, no guys asked after you? No. Um, but I will say Aunt Sissy and Uncle Scotty have their Papa story, <laughs> which I'm not going to share because that's their story to share, not mine. But Papa came to mind when I was reading oh, this. Oh, yes. Yeah, because it was just like. I will say, I did really like the casting for Howard. I feel like that's the yeah. only one that really matched. Yeah, I liked Howard. Lena wasn't bad. I, she wasn't bad, but she, her personality was so different. Like, I, in my mind, reading the book, I picture the girl from Emily in Paris. Okay, yeah. Like, I could see her, uh, what's her name? I don't know. Um, this is going to bother me. You're going to Google it. No, it's going to bother me. But anyways, like, I, she wasn't bad. But her personality was changed so much. Right. So, I have to say, I love the book. 
Mm-hmm. I love the book. The movie's okay. I'd give the movie like three stars. Right. It was a like net- a low three stars. It's a Netflix like no brainer kind of thing. Like you, I'll say it's like the kind of movie I'd turn on in the background while I'm working. Like a Twilight. No, like while I'm working, so not to like really pay attention. Yeah, just to have noise. Just to have noise in the background, and I'm getting pissed off at the world for like I gotta turn off CNN. <laughs> it's like Hallmark movies or yeah, it's a Hallmark movie. Netflix, you know, kind of thing. And if it's on Netflix, I'll put that one on so it's not anything spectacular it's not very special so like if i'm in a mood for a movie like my go-to is of course pride and prejudice like i can watch that movie over and over and over again that's the only movie i like better than the book yeah so for me this is like i said if it's on or if i'll turn it on if it's like the first thing that shows up in it's my like a whatever movie yeah so I need to pay attention to work. I'll put that on in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, but the book, so good. so good. I really liked it. It was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I hate the beginning. And that's my least favorite part. Like the, the, prologue, the prologue. Because, yeah. And I, I read that and I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of hard for it me was, to read. It was hard for me to read because... As somebody who's lost a parent to cancer. Lost a mother. A mother to cancer at a young age. I was 10. She's a teenager. She's 16. She's a little bit older than I was when I lost my mom. But that's still not any easier. It's not any easier. And of course, I did have family and my dad and and everybody. So it's a little different. But it's still... It it hit a little hard. And Mm -hmm. so it it was tough to read. Well, okay. I hope you don't mind me asking this, but how accurate do you think it is to, like, the emotions going on in the head and the way, like, she was processing that loss? I, it's, like I said, it's, for me, it's a little hard Mm -hmm. because I wasn't able to kind of build a friendship with my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you and me at this age... Yeah. Our relationship is a completely different relationship than when I was, you were 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see me as a person when you're a 10-year-old. You know what I'm saying? I see you as a mom. Right. Whereas now, our relationship, like, we can talk to each other. Like, you can say shit in front of me, and I'm like, Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's the point, is you can be your true self mm-hmm. without being afraid of, but mommy won't like that. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> depends on the day, right, Lex? Yeah. <laughs> Your pop is not the only grizzly bear. So, but I mean, it. I I think it's accurate in that you're a basket case, and like it can hit you hard mm-hmm. at the weirdest moments, or you know, like mm-hmm. you do want to like disengage at times just because it's like one of those things like you just don't get it mm-hmm. and that's the thing is unless you've gone through a really traumatic loss it's you you just don't get it so are you gonna cry <laughs> no i just started laughing because i went to hold your hand and you had to go on top or on bottom sorry don't say sorry. Now I'm you're a, making me depressed. I'm a bottom. 
<laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it depends on the moment. Um, but like I said, it was hard. It was really hard to read that. Uh, yeah. And now that I'm a mom, like, I couldn't get it out of my head, like, the flip side. And I didn't mm-hmm. really, I don't think, give my mom enough credit to the thoughts and feelings she had with have knowing that her time was coming to an end and having mm-hmm. to try to make it okay for your kids. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it just hit it hit hard. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the thing is like my mom, now that I'm older, I've heard stories mm-hmm. of times that my mom reached out to family saying, okay, well, can you do this for the kids or can you watch them, you know, and it was hard because my dad, like I said, my dad was a cop. So he worked rotating shifts when Mm -hmm. we were little. So she made it all planned out to where we would be at one grandparent's house while, you know, Mm -hmm. one month. And then the next month we would be at the other grandparent's house and that sort of thing so that we would never be home when it was, you know, because my, when my dad was working afternoons, he wouldn't get home till after 11 o'clock at night. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the kind of thing that you don't think about until you have kids of your you own. You have kids of your own and it's like, holy cow, you know, like these thoughts must have like killed her or even like knowing, you know, like my grandmother had told me, you know, that she my mom broke down one time you know mm-hmm. because she knew she wouldn't be there for our wedding she knew she wouldn't be there for when we had kids of her own and mm-hmm. you know she was the oldest of her family and so she always took care of her younger siblings she yeah. was one of six so you know knowing that she couldn't mother us the way she wanted to just destroyed her so but she's looking down on us now yes my no mom. exactly so you know it's like I said, for me, least favorite part was the prologue. <laughs> yeah. I I read that and I was like, oh, this is going to be really hard to read. Yeah. And then I have to say, do not read this book if you are the slightest bit hungry. <laughs> because yeah. the way they describe food in this It's like book, heartless with food. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I could kill for a freaking cannoli right now. Like, yes. Oh I don't God. even like cannoli. <laughs> but the way it's described. And like those pasta. Yes. Mm, the way We the, need to go to Italy. <laughs> exactly. The way the food is described in this book, I was like. The oh movie couldn't God. do it justice. No. And it doesn't go into those deep, like, you know. The gelato, cool. Like, I could see gelato on the TV. And and it was, like, only one kind of gelato. Yeah. Like, they went through so many different kinds of gelato. The chocolate gelato. Well, the fact that she sat there and the first time she tried gelato had four scoops. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are Not exact- four scoops, four servings. Four that. servings, I thought yeah. she went back four yeah. times. So, that would be me. Yeah. Like, totally mm-hmm. me. Lena, we are, like... Kindred spirits, because mm-hmm. I would be the same way, girl. No, same. If I find something I like, you know I. <laughs> yes, exactly. But she she tried. You wouldn't necessarily I try. would try. Okay. Well, then we'll go to Italy and we'll We're going to go to Italy and get food. Yes. But it was like, oh my God. Like, I'm sitting there. It's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm reading. And I was like, 
Okay, can I DoorDash and find somewhere to bring me a cannoli right now? Why do you think I always listen to audiobooks and eat while I listen? <laughs> but I was like, would Chad like be like, what the hell is the doorbell ringing for at 10 o'clock? Joey and Ruby. And then the, the, the dogs are the only reason <laughs> I did not DoorDash a freaking cannoli. Not okay. because you don't want to bother someone at 10 o'clock at night. Have no. them drive all the way out. And all I would have tipped them good. It's The point is that I didn't want to wake up the whole household for a cannoli fix. <laughs> okay. And I have another question. Yeah. What would you do if you were in Lena's place, this father you've never met, Ends up driving into a cemetery. And you realize you're going to be living there. I would have been like, hell no. Bestie, get the bed ready. I'm coming back. <laughs> I, okay, I, that's another complaint I have about the movie. Because Addie in the movie is very superficial and fake. And honestly, yeah. not a good friend. Right. I... Like, she's, like, all about the social media, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like... She doesn't seem to care about Lena. Catfishing Lena in a way to... Catfishing her- herself, catfishing Lena. Like, it... Without her consent. Right. I did not like that component of the movie, but for sure. But in the book, Addie is she's such awesome. a great friend. She's awesome. First like, of all, she's pretty epic, like, the way she handles her older brothers and just... And the way they became friends in the first place, she freaking punches some girl right. for making fun of totally Lena. Totally awesome friend in the book. And then she's, like, offering to have, like, Lena come live with her again. Yeah. Love not her again. And it's not again. Yes. Did not like her in the movie, per se. Like, like she was okay. And in she the, was, eh. But she wasn't a great friend. No. Like, I would have been pissed off and been like, fuck you, bitch. You don't sit there and pretend you're me. Mm-hmm. To try to hook me up with some guy. Like, that's bullshit. And mm-hmm. Well, she made that account longer than just she had known. Well, no, understood. But what I'm saying is, like, you don't... Then pretend you're me in our message. Right. Exactly. So, did not like that. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like her, I would have been like, Bestie, prep the bed because I'm coming back. But, what ha- would you have said to Howard? Uh, fuck no. I don't live in a cemetery. Like... Uh, like, how could you think that me losing my mom and then coming to live at a cemetery (laughs) would be good for my mental health? Like, seriously. I'm looking at fucking graves. (laughs) You're getting angry. Well, yeah, because I'm like, holy crap, that, like, must have been torture. Yeah. Must have been torture. Like, beyond just, like, creepy... It'd be like, man, I wish I could look at my mom's grave. If I'm yeah. looking at anything right now, I, is somebody's grave, I'd rather be looking at my mom's grave yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And I can't even visit my mom's grave because it's halfway across the fucking world. Okay, I have another question. Yeah. So, we didn't have this character in the movie. What were your thoughts on Sonia? I thought she and Howard need to hook up. Honestly, same. Yeah. Same. Like, they kind of had... What was the the cousin's name in the, the movie? The cousin in the movie was Francesca. Francesca, okay. Which was the... The girl that she called on the phone. Yeah. Right, no. So that's, that's like, the same, but I not the same. I think they cousin to make sure no one thought that they were going to get together. Right. But I like the whole Sonia Howard aspect, mm-hmm. and I 
thought that they should kind of. And I like how for... Sonia was the one who gave her the book. Right. But I dislike how Sonia didn't give it to Howard when it was meant for Howard. Yeah, but would you give it to Howard? Yeah. Well, she didn't know it was meant for Howard. There was no, like, specific... I thought she said to that the, her mom had said to give it to Howard. She didn't say to give it to Howard, but that's what Lena figured out. It wasn't meant for Lena. It was for Howard. She sent it without an explanation. Oh, And gotcha. she was okay. holding back on giving it to Howard because of how distraught Howard had been when Hadley had left. Yeah. Let alone when Hadley died. So she wanted to, like, give him some time before... Yeah. And then she heard that Lena was coming and she assumed it was for Lena. Okay. We learn in both that Howard is not the father. But we learned in different ways. Because right. originally in the movie, Lena did not think that Howard was her father. She didn't think he was her father at all until she had read the novel and... Not the novel, the, the, the journal, journal. Right. And thought that Howard was X. Right. In the book, she's they, told Howard is she her father. She was told Howard was her father by her grandmother and believes it up until... And Howard goes along with it, by the way. It's not yeah. just like she believes it and it's a whole miscommunication thing. Because that would have been so annoying. Right. But we meet her real father. She finds tracks down her well, real father. Well, first of father. all, there was the whole X plot. Like... Yeah. Which, what what do you think of that in the book versus movie? I mean, when you're reading about X, for me, that's like, okay, well, obviously it's not Howard. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, in the movie, yeah, you didn't know it was, did you think it was Howard in the movie? No. Really? No. Because, Okay. It just seemed like it would have been too easy mm-hmm. if it was yeah. the real father. Mm-hmm. But I liked how in the book they had so many different little like things that they had like Lena and Ren. First of all, we should after this we're gonna talk about Ren's introduction because I love yeah. his introduction. But they have all these little journeys where they go to different monuments where things happen and they're reading through and trying to figure out how things happen. Ren goes and asks about the secret bakeries, Howard about the secret bakeries, and they like come up with tests to ask about, you know, all these different things. Right. And in the movie, it's not that. No. I like in the book how you really get in more to the journals. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Angelina. Mm-hmm component of it like did you pick up that angelina was hooking up with yeah. mateo yeah okay me too but i was like i knew it i knew it i knew it when you finally learned yeah. yes mateo the dad the the sperm donor the douchebag um was hooking up with her friend hadley's friend mm-hmm. which and howard went to confront her right so we get hadley's perspective of this interaction but we don't actually realize it at the time that that's what Howard was doing, was yelling at. He, she thought, Hadley thought, Howard and Angelina must have been hooking up mm-hmm. because they were, like, getting in a heated discussion. When in actuality, Howard was yelling at Angelina because she was hooking up with Mateo behind Hadley's back. And Howard was just so smitten <sighs> with her. Yes. 
Howard makes me think of your father. Just a good, That's kind weird. Of, no, because but you it, also think of your dad. No, but a good, kinded heart. Like a... a Mm-hmm. A person who loves unconditionally. Yeah. And accepts... And just wants the other to be happy. Right. He Whether accepts, or not it's with him. Right. So, but, yeah. Anyways, Howard's a bomb. Like, I love, love Howard. Howard. Howard is awesome. Like, But speaking of awesome guys... Ren! Ren. I love Ren. Honestly, yes. he's one of my favorite book boyfriends of just like contemporary romances. Yeah. No, he's a really good kid. Like he's if you so brought good. a Ren home, I would be like, okay, well, can we pay his parents now to make you guys get married? Like, can I arrange this marriage? I would now? be so happy with a Ren, honestly. Like I will arrange this marriage now. So tell me the number and we will get this locked down for you, Lex, so you can't screw it up. Hey! That was mean. No, but Ren is his introduction, first of all. So good, so good. Yeah. Compared to the movie i'm sorry like okay in the movie he's a sh- an aspiring chef and whatever which comes out of freaking nowhere yeah and in the book he is playing soccer like but also not like super like his it's not like his like aspiration or whatever he's just he's like, just like a normal, he's a normal high kid. school kid yeah so like he and he meets lena and he brings her to his gingerbread house. Yes. His gingerbread. house is made of gingerbread. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I laugh about these books, the book people, because it's, she lives in a cemetery. He lives in a gingerbread house. His friend lives in a haunted castle. Yes. Like, it's like nobody lives in normal houses. Like, there is no cookie cutter, you mm-hmm. know, standardized american style neighborhoods like she meets his family which honestly i think the movie does pretty okay with that yeah i liked the family that they made there like the nona and the yeah yeah like i like the yeah that's true i like the the family component of the movie for Mm -hmm. ren's family i thought the book was I, I mean, I loved his little sister, Principessa, Principessa. Yeah, I like the book, but I thought... And I love little... how accurate it was, like, the little girl just walking in in her underwear. Yeah. Because Izzy yeah. is constantly just walking around. Our, our, my six-year-old likes likes to avoid the Texas heat, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I mean, I love Ren's family. And the the comment about kfc and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff like drive-thrus yes drive-thrus and how you don't let us get fast food anyway yes I that made it. me think of yeah. you actually because when we were younger you used to be very like healthy food healthy food for us yeah like you'd have us be all gluten-free you'd have us be all like for period vegan and we were just like mcdonald's yes my oldest was one time like why can't we eat like normal people? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yes. Oh my Christina. gosh, that sounds yeah. like Christina. That yeah. sounds like Christina. And then what's funny is like she complained. She's like, I just want like a hot dog and a hamburger. And, and then her best friend's mom came up and yelled at me like the following week. And she was like, you know, Mia's 
coming back to my house like, why can't we eat like the Dellingers? And they had salads with tofu and, you know, they had all this good food. And why can't we eat like them? And because she's like, as I'm preparing like a hamburger, (laughs) I was like, trade your daughters. Yes, exactly. So it was just hilarious because. You know, everybody wants what the other friends... The grass parents, is always yeah. green on the other side. Except you. I don't think you would necessarily choose to trade <laughs> no. families for meals. Like, no. that's your least motivated kind of reasoning to switch families. No. Especially because a lot of my friends have very cultured foods, and I'm very picky when it comes to foods and textures. Yeah. And so I'm very, like, plain food. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you would not, like, unless it's like, hey, let's go to Italy and eat, eat some pasta. Spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> then you might say. Spaghetti without tomato chunks. Right. No tomato chunks. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, Ren's family is awesome. Yeah. Ren is, as a whole, is awesome. And I honestly love the friend group that they make. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts on Thomas? I quite liked him, actually. So, I never thought of him as, like, another antagonist for, like, love. Because, like, she kind of forgot about him for a while. Like, she had said, like, she didn't expect, she didn't get the, like, flutters that she expected she would. Yeah. When he texted her. And I quite liked that development because it shows that, yeah, you can have a pretty face. Yeah. You can be eye candy and that's it. And like it, it doesn't, doesn't mean that mean I want anything, anything beyond to... just looking at you. Well, no, because it taught kind of her and I think the breeders that looks aren't everything because she had this like gorgeous italian model yeah and well he wasn't he was english right english same difference living in italy but that's the thing is like he didn't necessarily turn into like he wasn't an asshole he was a good he was a good guy like he really got drunk right well and that's most boys but (laughs) but that's the thing is like he wasn't like somebody that you end up hating or because usually like the you know people with that, Ale you hated him because he was so like trying to he was get a back, pig and he was trying to get back at his dad like his whole motivation mm-hmm. was to piss off his dad and so that doesn't necessarily mean that he's interested in Lena in the movie yeah whereas like in the book Thomas actually does like her mm-hmm. and you know and he's a good guy he's like a they good spend guy. some yeah. really good time together but yeah, so and he invites her to the party, and like he's actually trying to get to know Lena better. Mm-hmm. So you know, oh, and honestly, I felt kind of bad for him when Lena went there and just only used for- him for to get to Ren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. But what do you think about the whole interaction between Lena and is it? Simone, what's the girl's name in the book for that Ren is trying to hook up with? Oh, shoot. What is her name? I thought it was like Addie. Not Addie. No. Addie's the friend. Addie's the friend. Um, shoot. I know it was Gia in the movie. Or Gia. Yeah. But no, that's not her. Um, what was it? Okay, we just stopped to look it up because that's the kind of people we are. And it's Mimi. Yeah. Where did you get Simone from? I don't know. Is it like Sonia, but like... Maybe, I don't you know. You have the M from Mimi, some, Simone... Uh, ammonia, Simonia. <laughs> so, but yeah, Mimi. Mimi. Okay, yes. 
I didn't hate Mimi. I actually, when she, at first, I quite liked her when she helped Lena in space. And then I was confused, like, when she said, why didn't you tell him to get off? And I was like, she, she, she doesn't speak Italian. Yeah. Yeah, that whole But then when she was scene. like, just call him, call him a stronzo. Mm. And like, she kind of like, actually. Well, that's what I have here. And if I actually looked down at my notes, I would have seen Mimi right here. But <laughs> I have here, Mimi is nice one minute and a bitch the next. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I will liked her and didn't like her, but then also Lena had no right to tell her that Ren was like ignoring her calls and like right yeah that like, was like a, he was, oh that's my God. a petty kind that's, of yeah that yeah. was really petty of Lena and yeah. movie Lena wouldn't have done that but honestly movie Lena was kind of a pushover bland bland and yeah also she knew Italian in the movie which was weird right she, I liked the figuring out of Italian and right she full out was like a very five fluid, on the AP yeah. test yeah. Very fluent in Italian in the movie. Not and not very, a lick of Italian. They didn't go to space anyway. Yeah. Which was blah. Right. I have to say, like, that scene, though, was... I thought they could do more with it. Yeah. But, but also, I totally related to the not wanting to really... Be there. Be there. Yeah. Because you would be that Howard. way Yeah. That's why you need to find a Howard. A Ren slash Howard to marry one Roward. A Roward. That's but, an ugly name. Well, I don't know that it's ugly. Roward? Roward? Okay, well. Ruh-roh, Roward. Ruh-roh, Roward. Ruh-roh, Raggy. Yes. We're Excuse dorks. You. Yes. But that's okay. But. Because you're my dork. Yeah. So. What did how you would you have reacted? Oh, okay. I'm going to ask you this. Okay. Lena realizes after she's met her father that she's got feelings for Ren. And she's reeling from her emotions with her dad and everything. And she kisses Ren. I would have done exactly the same thing. I would have been like, I, 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 I never. He pushed her away. Like, if a guy pushed okay. you away. So, I have a question. Yeah. If he was so hurt by the fact that she said that she would never, ever, 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 ever consider him that way. Why did he push her away and not do, like, I like what... Uh, Leonard from the Big Bang Theory does with Penny that first time she kisses him when she's drunk. Like, how drunk are you? Like, you're. Do you think that maybe you're doing this because you're upset? Like, not pushing her away, but like, kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Because he like, I if I was L- Lena, I, I would was, do the same thing. I yeah, you know, like I would totally overreact a, the opposite oh, way. You like, know. because there'd be like, oh shit, he does not like me in the slightest. And you want to save friendship? Yes, exactly. I totally overstepped the line here, so I've got to pull this back and then some. But I also understand why Ren was so hurt by that. Right. So, like, I'm not mad at him. I'm just like, dude. Yes, but what do you have to tell them here? Communication is key, people! Yes. You cannot sit there and... Sulk. Yes. 
Because that whole train ride home was so awkward. Oh my gosh. I would have been mortified. I would have been like, you go ahead. I'll catch the next train and just sit over here in my tears and like. Also, Mateo in the book versus movie. Oh my gosh. Somehow he was horrible in the movie. And then he's even worse in the book. Yes. Like, you were saying how much you hated him already in the movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, just wait till you read, mother. He is such a gaslighter. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Oh, my God. It was like, I was furious. Like, one, he is trying to deny everything. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Deny everything. And, like... In the book, it's described, like, she looks a lot like him. She looks, yeah. And so, to sit there and deny any possibility of Lena being his daughter. Mm -hmm. And to sit there and say her mother, who is dead. Yeah. He knows is dead. Right. Is a liar. Crazy stalker. Yeah. Sociopath. And yet, at the same time have a picture of Lena up on the wall, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, like, you're a fucking psychopath. I will say, one thing I do like in the movie better. The picture. Yes! Pulling her mom, like, in the movie, Lena pulls the picture, that her mom's picture that's up in the art gallery, she pulls it off the wall. And takes and it takes home. And takes it home. And she's like, you know, like. This is mine. Right. You have no claim to my mother's stuff. If this, you don't claim my mother, you don't claim her. Yeah. It's so she like snatches it off the wall and the woman's like yelling at her. You and can't do this. Yeah. And I love that. And the, in the book, they don't do that. They don't do that. The only the, improvement, honestly. Yes. Honestly, that is my favorite part of the movie is her taking her mother's painting. Pic, painting. Yeah. Picture. Picture. Photo. Right. She's a photo. So, photographer. So, so I agree. That like is perfection in the mm-hmm. movie like that scene right there because it's like she in the book she's completely devastated like wilts kind of into herself mm-hmm. and well honestly because like for a minute she believed him right she didn't know what to think because honestly this full-ass grown-ass adult man is gaslighting the hell out of this 16 year old girl right. of course she believes him for a minute yeah because like no matter how strong a 16-year-old girl is, no matter how smart she is, no matter how much willpower, when a grown adult man starts intimidating you and gaslighting you, it's natural. Just, you're going to back down. Safety mechanisms. Yeah. It's built into your brain. I say this as a 16-year-old girl yeah. who like has been gaslit by grown-ass men. Who the hell's gaslit you? You know that. Principal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Got you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm there. Woo! You're there. You're there. Yeah. But... Old lady brain here, you know? It's but, just like, so wait, what? It's like, no matter how much you believe in yourself and your convictions and your thoughts... You're you, like, maybe you, I misconstrued it. Maybe I didn't Exactly. Understand. You second-guess yeah. yourself. It's like your own safety mechanisms. And then he is so cruel in that he, like, does Laughs. it... Well, and he's like, oh... X, how did you infer this is me when she refers to this person as X? Like, you know, like, without even knowing what else is in there, he 
doesn't even, Mm -hmm. like, he just takes a little bit that she's got and, like, uses it against her. And it's like, you're... The fact that he takes that journal from her. Yeah. I'm going to fucking murder him. Right. And at least she takes the journal. Like, in the book, she takes the journal back from him Mm -hmm. and she leaves. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I liked how in the movie she took the photograph. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mateo is slime. Yeah, and, and I also love how everyone just hates him. Yes. The Francesca, yeah. she's just not even going to like talk about it. Right. Everybody hates him. I liked in the book, like she goes to find her the profess like the she goes to the school. Mhm. And ends up talking with the professor that yeah. her mom worked with. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted a little I bit I really more. liked their dynamic yeah. actually. I wanted a little bit more from But I also that. liked how it kind of led to Francesca, who was, I feel like, more important in Hadley's life. Right. No, exactly. Understood. I feel like we I should have gotten more from Francesca. I agreed with that, too. I was going to say that next. But I like kind of that dynamic of mm-hmm. these are people who dealt with her mom during such a crucial part of her mom's kind of like life and Mm -hmm. framing of who she became yeah and guided her along that path because like she's a world she was a world-renowned photographer Mm -hmm. who was very well known and without these interactions she wouldn't be who she was yeah it's really good i liked that a lot and I also like just, again, going to visit all the different places from the journal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they didn't really do that in the book. Like, they went through some of, like, the monuments. You mean in the movie? In the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not really to the extent. Also, back to the movie versus book again. I'm sorry for bringing this up so much. That's kind of the point of the episode. Yeah. The secret bakeries. Yeah. The secret bakeries. Like, they have the one place that Ren shows her because he already knows about it. But... No, the whole point was they're supposed to find them together. Right. And, like, the way it comes back in the book is so perfect. Right. Because the fact that he went asking around to finally find the secret bakery to bring her the stuff as an apology. Right. So perfect and so cute. Well, and that's the whole point. Like, in reading about the secret bakeries, I was like... This is so perfect. Like, it's something that her mom experienced. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were trying to find it. And, you know, like you said, Ren is the one who knew about it in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it had nothing to do with Lena and her mom. Exactly. And, and, it, and that's the thing is, like, do her doing the stuff her mom did, in a way... Is honoring her mother. And helping her, like, deal closer and deal with the loss. With the loss. And doing the things that her mother did, it gives her that closure that she needs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the movie just kind of totally missed the mark on that, Exactly. It just forgot about Hadley. Yeah. So, you know, that They only really focused on the whole big thing about who her father was. They didn't focus on her growing close to... Hadley through the journal. Right. And that's the thing that I think they don't hit on in the movie is her falling in love 
with Italy is the one way Hadley is keeping her arms around because Lena. she found who she was in Italy and she wants Lena to find herself too. Right. And she but she, beyond that, like she gives her Howard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the movie hits on that too. Like they develop a relationship, but it wasn't nearly as good. Right. So for I know I thought they did a good job. They like, did okay with it, but compared to the book it was just, the book did it so perfectly. Yeah. The movie, I liked the scene when they were talking together. Right. That was a good scene. But compared to all the scenes in the book that were leading up to it. Yeah. Obviously, a book can do it better, but. I know, but even still, like, they had so much interaction and development. Whereas with the movie, they had a few moments, but not much. Yeah. So, you know, for me... This was such a cute book, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad I read it after I saw the movie. You're welcome. Thank you. Because if I had done it and read the book first and... I got so mad. ...watched the movie, I would have been like, this is bullshit. I got so pissed. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, especially because it would have been right after reading mm-hmm. the book. And like I said, I usually have issues with that to begin with. When I read and watch too close together. Yeah. But yeah, that would have pissed me off. But yeah, I give, we'll do their, our ratings okay. now. Well, I just want to say real quick. Yeah. If they had devoted all the time they spent on Ale and the stupid pointless love triangle to putting more of the book into it, it would have been a much better movie. Yeah. The Hadley aspect. Yeah, the yeah. Hadley aspect. I agree. And got a cuter run. <laughs> Yeah. And a like, different, no, yeah. no, no offense to the guy who played the brand because he was cute on his own, but the chemistry, the chemistry wasn't there. And the way he was described physically was quite different. Yeah. And so it's not that he was unattractive as an actor. Like also the actors all did really well with what they had. I'm not no shade to any of the actors. It's just the personas like, Lena in the movie was so, like, she was very book smart and nerdy and quiet and, like, it afraid. Yeah, they did not, like, match. Versus the book Lena, who freaking is a runner. No and, shit. Yeah, she's just, like, a badass. She just yelling at people, calling them stronzos. And- yeah. So oh, speaking, we never talked about that final party battle. I don't know if it's a battle, but fight. What about it? Well, it was important to the plot. Okay, go ahead. Were you rolling your... Okay, never mind. No, what? Well, okay, first of all, when she got there with Thomas, there was the misunderstanding when Ren saw her with Thomas, like, on top of her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, because here comes the miscommunication trope. But also, he was there with Mimi. Yeah. She saw them together, but she had, he had broken up with Mimi already. But she didn't know that. I know, well, but Mimi, little sneaky bitch. Yeah. Because she, I feel like that was on purpose. Of course. And so, then they have this big fight. And, uh, breaks my heart. It broke my heart. Yeah. Especially when the, like, the fireworks start. Like, that would be such a romantic moment. And they both knew it. And, uh, it hurts. But then, 
the coins being thrown at the window. Yeah. I loved, I actually liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked that they fought. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It, it, was, it wasn't like the cutesy kind of makeup, oh, we're going to be in love forever kind of thing at the party. Mm-hmm. I agree. She left. It called Howard. Oh, the dress! Yes. The finding of the dress. And the fact that Howard has Sonia shut down the cemetery. The cemetery so they and could so, find Sonia's like, what the heck? Yes. I don't understand what this is, like, about. And they're like, we need to find the dress. And then they go to the styli- the stylist people. And they're like, we need to find the dress. And they're like, oh, the dress? Oh, guys, we gotta get the people going. Let's yes. go. Yes. Love that. Should we find the dress for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, we should go to the 10th circle of hell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My mom and I do not have the same sense of style. And when we go dress shopping, it results in a lot of yelling and fighting uh, and I crying. I would say a lot of anger. Yelling and fighting and crying. <laughs> exactly. Pettiness, anger, storming off. Yes. So but then, we love each other. But we need to find a Sonia. We need to find a Sonia. The Sonia can be dad. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody to mediate. <laughs> the mediator. <laughs> so what would you give this? How many stars? Oh, I gave it four stars. Right. And the movie I said already, like a low three star. Right. I'd agree. I gave this four stars. It was close to five. Because, because it almost it made you cry. Almost made me cry. But not quite there. I'd mm-hmm. say four to four and a half stars. Agreed. And then, honestly, 2.5 to 3 for the movie. Same. It was not a great movie. Yeah. Okay, so you already gave your favorite and least favorite. Your favorite was, just to remind everyone. What did I say my favorite was? (laughs) It was Howard and Lorenzo. Yes, Howard and Lorenzo. Yes, 100%. And your least favorite? Like I said, the prologue, just because it made me so sad. Do you want to say favorite and least favorite from the movie as well? Um, from the movie, I said the favorite was her taking the photograph off of the mm-hmm. wall at the, whatchamacallit? The gallery. Gallery. And the least favorite, like I said, is the lack of chemistry between Lena and Ren. Okay. So I'd say my favorite part is honestly either Lorenzo and Howard, because their dynamic is so funny. Or the ending, because I think it's so cute, the way they make up. And then my least favorite part is probably um, either the miscommunication at the party, because I just hate the miscommunication trope. Yeah. Or the um, seeing Mateo, because it just broke my heart. Yeah, that's true, too. And then for the movie, <clears throat> my favorite part, yeah, either Lorenzo's family or the... Uh, actually, no, I really liked when they went to the town together. Okay. Because that was something they didn't really have in the movie. When they went... Because they went specifically for the gallery. Yeah. To meet Mateo. So in this one, when they went and visited around, I actually quite liked that. Okay. And then least favorite is just all the inaccuracies, honestly, that just... It made it so hard to watch. Yeah. Okay. Is that all you got to say? Any yeah. final thoughts? No. Oh, I, also another thing I hated about the movie. That they didn't add in the friends. Yeah. It was nice that she found her circle of friends, especially because they made it so that she could start high school there next year. Right. Versus, like, Lena being college age and having to leave anyway. Like, she took a gap year. 
Yeah. But, no. So. Agreed. That's just all. I was ranting a lot. Let us know what you guys think in the comments of our Instagram posts. Because that's always where you can reach us. But speaking yeah. of, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us at our email, momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com. On Instagram, at motherdaughterbooktalk, where you can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to fe- be featured on one of our episodes. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to support this podcast and our future episodes, you can become a supporter through the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you join us next time. Bye! Bye.